I'm Patricia Pierce. Welcome to the Evolutionary Activist Podcast. We are living at an important moment in our history, a time that is calling us into a new way of being, a new consciousness from which a sustainable, just, and peaceful future can arise. In this podcast, we explore ways to help that future take hold within ourselves so that together we can help it come forth in our world. Hello, evolutionaries, and welcome to this week's podcast episode. Today is the last of our four-part podcast series during the season of Advent, in which I've been talking about a dream that I had back in March of 2018, in which I was shown what it is like when we are no longer beholden to this idea of the separate self and how it is that we then enter into a new way of creating and co-creating. And if you haven't listened to those previous episodes, I encourage you to do so, to go back to the one that is entitled Advent and the Awakened Dream, so that you understand the context for what I'm going to be talking about today, which is the one thing that more than any other keeps us beholden to that illusion of the separate self. So if you remember in that first podcast episode of the series, I talked about that that dream experience, that dream that I had that came in answer to a question that I had about what is it like when we are no longer beholden to this idea of the separate self. And you remember how I had that experience and that dream of being able to create simply by waving my hand through the air and creating with light. And so there was this act of pure creation that transcends even the world of physical form. And I also shared with you that detail that I was standing outside of a church where they were singing, O Little Town of Bethlehem. And so over the course of these last couple of weeks, we've unpacked the the message in that song because that was an essential detail of that dream. An essential part of the message had to do with the lyrics of that song, and so we've been exploring that. And if you remember, when we looked at the first stanza, we, we looked at Earth as Bethlehem, Earth as this place where this Christ consciousness is being born, this consciousness that unites the non-visible with the visible, and that that is what is happening right now, even though, you know, the headlines tell a very different story, but this awakening is happening right now. And so for me, the essential question is, okay, how do we participate in that awakening? How do we support it in our own lives? And last week, we looked at that line in the song, O Little Town of Bethlehem, that says, For Christ is born of Mary. And so we looked at how that consciousness is born of the feminine principle, that which is able to conceive and receive and allow to come forth that intention, that great intention for the planet. Well, this week, as I just mentioned, I would like to look at the thing that keeps us in that dream of the separate self, in that egoic mind, the thing that more than any other prevents us from knowing who we truly are 
prevents us from embodying the Christ consciousness, the non-dual consciousness, the Buddha consciousness that is at the core of who we are. This is the one thing that keeps us in that trance state of separateness. And that thing is, maybe you've guessed it by now, judgment. The egoic mind operates out of judgment and is maintained by judgment. And if you are someone who's familiar with the the Judeo-Christian story of Eden, if you remember, the thing that casts Adam and Eve out of the garden is this idea of judgment, this idea of sin. And in reality, we've never left the realm of love. We've never left the reality of love. That wouldn't be possible. But in our minds, we've been taking this sojourn into this experience of suffering that arises from this idea of judgment and this idea of sinfulness. And we cling to that idea of judgment as though it were necessary and essential. Judgment is sometimes the last thing that we are willing to relinquish because we believe that it serves a purpose. Well, the purpose that it serves is to keep us asleep to who we truly are. It keeps us asleep to our divine and eternal nature as expressions of this reality of love. Now, as someone myself who has been steeped in the Christian tradition, it's ironic that Jesus himself exemplified non-judgment and was all about, you know, forgiving our idea of being of being sinners, this idea of us being sinful. So he exemplified non-judgment, and his life exemplified that, and even the way that that he encountered death exemplified non-judgment. And yet, the egoic mind, when it got a hold of the Christian tradition and really uh, distorted it to its own purposes, it became all about judgment. It became all about sinfulness and reinforcing this idea that we are, at our core, unworthy and sinful. So that's the idea that keeps us asleep and keeps us beholden to this world of suffering that we experience when we are living out of this idea of the separate self. And so to understand that that is the thing, more than any other, that prevents us from awakening to this essential truth of who we are, then we can begin to cast some doubt on its usefulness, cast some doubt on our assumptions that judgment is necessary and is an essential piece of what it means to be alive. So over the past few weeks, we've been looking at Christmas not as confined to time or place or person, but as a story and a message that is all of us and is meant for all of us, a story that speaks to us of who we truly are. And we've also been looking at the verses of this song that came in the dream as though they were a message to us, those of us on planet Earth, in this time of tumult and awakening. 
So I would like then to read this last stanza of the song. I've changed a couple of the words so that it communicates more clearly the essence of the message that I was feeling as I was doing this dream work and understanding how it, this was a communication to us about awakening to our inherent Christness. So listen to these words, hearing again that earth is Bethlehem, and that each of us is on this Bethlehem planet to come to know who we are and embody who we are as expressions of the reality of love. O holy child of Bethlehem, be joined with us, we pray. Cast out your sin and enter in. Be born to us today. We hear the Christmas angels, the great glad tidings tell. O come to us, abide with us, be our Emmanuel. And so, O holy child of Bethlehem, I leave you with that message and with this invitation to listen in to this dream that I felt was to be shared with all of you and to listen into what it says about these times in which, even in the dark streets of our dream, the eternal light shines, and that we are each invited, you are invited, to participate in this extraordinary moment of the awakening of this Christ consciousness upon this beautiful Bethlehem planet. And until next week, I bid you peace. Peace.